Welcome back. You're listening to K-Drama in Room 343. I am your host, C. Choi, a.k.a. Christina, and I am not with my co-host today. Yep, I am, once again, flying solo. <laughs> Unfortunately, Joanne couldn't be here. She has, uh, yeah, our schedule didn't work out. Yeah. But that's okay, since, you know, it's not my first time doing this alone by myself so it'll be it'll be okay and I feel like because I'm alone we won't be like digressing as much I mean I won't be digressing as much hopefully not anyways yeah it'll be just short and sweet let's get started shall we we are going to talk about episode 11 of Reply 1997. And this episode, I don't know if it was because I was watching it alone or... I don't know, it wasn't as fun as the last episode. I think the fan war, that was the best thing that I watched. Um, but yeah, anyways, okay, let's start. So we open up, Hyung is making soup in the kitchen. He then gets a phone call and he like goes to answer it and apparently it's from the Charno house. It's kind of like a funeral home I think um, and they were contacting him because their gravesite for his parents, um, they need to renew their contract and so um, they were calling to ask for payment basically and like if they were going to renew and he's like yeah of course and then um, the person on the phone is like oh, what's your relationship to the people um, I didn't catch their names but like it was like the dad and then his mom right and um, the young is like oh they're my parents he says their names um, like, well, like Yoon something is my dad and Moon something is my mom. I didn't write their names. But anyways, he said their names and he was like, yeah, and I'm their son. Which is kind of obvious because he said they were his parents. But anyways, um, and then Hyung narrates that he forgot that he was someone's child because it's been so long since, you know, he ever referred to, to them. And he keeps narrating saying that now he only has one family member and Yoon Jae. He's like, he's my everything and he's my family, only family. So he goes to his brother's room and um, he wakes him up. It's like, hey, aren't you going to go to school? And you're just like, it's okay, I'm a senior, I can be late. Apparently, like, after the college entrance exam, like, the seniors basically do nothing, which is kind of similar to schools in America as well. At least it was for us. Um, I feel like once you got your acceptance letters to college, like, you're pretty much set. I mean, you still have to, like, maintain it, but I mean, like, yeah, you're pretty much done with school at that point, and these kids, they're pretty much done. This episode is titled Defining Relationships, and when I saw that, I was like, ooh, some relationships are going to be defined today. Okay. So Yoonjae and Hyung, they're eating breakfast and Shiwon comes in and she brings like a huge container full of quail eggs. Like the container is about the size of, I don't know, I feel like you could, it's mostly, it's one of those like things that you would ferment kimchi in. It's like a huge, huge container. And that container is filled with quail eggs. It's kind of like pickled, like marinated in soy sauce. Um, and 
Hyung and Yoonjae, they're like shocked. Um, Hyung's like, do you guys even have some at home? And they show a clip of Shiwon's mom and dad at home. And the dad is surprised because she made so much. So she made two basin full of the quail eggs. Yep, they have plenty. And Shiwon's like, yeah, you're probably going to have to eat 100 eggs per person to, in order to finish that. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a lot of eggs. That's a lot of eggs. Shiwon and Hyung, they're talking in the kitchen about seeing them after school, like meeting after, like they're going on a date and whatnot. And Shiwon gets like a huge bowl of rice. It's like, it's like overflowing. It's like a little mini mountain in the bowl. And Shiwon's like, do you want some more rice to Hyung? And Hyung's like, no, but maybe Yoonjae does. And then um, he calls Yoonjae, but Yoonjae already left. Because he's still obviously pretty salty, or I guess like, you know, uncomfortable with her, like being around her. Yoonjae is listening to the CD player at the bus stop as he's waiting for the bus. And he pulls out the S, like the metal S that Shiwon had given him. Um, she took it off of Hyung's car, <laughs> the Onata. <laughs> Anyways, he pulls it out and then he just like throws it away. And at school, um, yeah, so the seniors at the school, they're pretty much done. So there's like no studying going on. And some of them are not even in uniforms. So I guess like at this point, like teachers don't care um, about them. Uh, they're playing a song by Cho Song Mu. It's called To Heaven. I remember my mom really liked this singer back in the day. But anyways, annoying friend and Hakchan Junhee, they're talking about this singer. And I guess like when he debuted, he was a like a like a faceless singer. Like he didn't really show his face. Like he was more the song was more famous. But I mean like he wasn't he didn't like come to the public's view, I guess. Like yeah, so no one knew what he looked like. And annoying friend was saying that like, I mean, if he has to hide his face, he's probably really ugly. And annoying friend says that this guy, he's not gonna get popular. And Chunie's like, let's 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 have a bet, shall we? And Chunie's like, I like this song and I think it's gonna do really well. And annoying friend is like, I don't think so. And Hakchan agrees with annoying friend. And annoying friend is like, yeah, we'll we'll bet we'll bet something. And but but before we bet, where's that VHS tape that you promised? And Hakchan gives him the VHS tape. Before he gives it to him, Hakchan is like, remember to clean your VHS player like twice before you even um, insert this tape because it's this tape needs to be treated with like whatever very carefulness or whatever. And um, I forgot that like you could actually clean VHS players. Like there's like a special. I remember like my dad doing this. Um, he would there's like a special tape that you insert, and then there's like you have to like pour alcohol like put liquid drops or something i don't know the process if you do let us know on twitter yeah I, I remember my dad doing it like he's like oh i have to clean the player the vhs tape player and he would use like this special tape and he would put like those drops in and then like he would play it and it would basically clean the i guess like the reader i don't know clearly Anyways, so Yunje comes to the classroom and uh, annoying friend is like, hey, what do you think of this song? And he listens to it and he's like, I actually, I like it. I think it'll do well. And annoying friend is like, okay, we're going to, we're doing a bet. 
and the loser needs to go to the girl's classroom and say the name of the girl that they like three times really loudly. And all the guys, they're like hitting annoying friend. They're like, you're crazy. Like, that's ridiculous. That's like the dumbest thing. Um, but Juni's just like, okay with it because he's like, well, I mean, I can just go in and just yell like Shiwon or Yujong's name three times. It's not a big deal. And then at that moment, Shiwon comes into the guy's classroom and <laughs> she yells, Junhee's name like three times out really loudly, like nonchalantly, because you know it's just like friends. And the annoying friend is like, "Dang, she's, she's a psycho." <laughs> um, Shiwan came to ask for headphones from Junhee. Um, she forgot hers apparently, and Yujong didn't have hers either. So Junhee's like, "Yeah, sure, you can borrow mine," but he didn't have his either. So he's like to annoying friend, "Hey, do you have, do you have it?" And he like hands it to them, but like. It's very dirty, and um, Junie's like, clean out your ears because that's disgusting. And Yoonjae has his headphones on, and he's like pretending to listen to music while he's like reading the comic book. And he's like trying, he's like basically like ignoring her. Like the, their relationship is still kind of very awkward and very weird. And Junie's like, why don't you just ask Yoonjae? And Shiwon just kind of leaves. I mean, Yoonjae's not even listening to anything. He's just like ignoring her. And Junie notices that. And Junie kind of just presses the play button in his CD player. So mom and dad, Shiwon's mom and dad, they're actually going on a cruise. And they're all excited. And um, they're like making sure that they have the house like locked and, you know, making sure that they're not leaving anything or... Um, yeah, and the mom, she comes out and she's like dressed so like touristy, you know, like the typical like the neon jacket and like the the short shorts with like leggings underneath and like sneakers. And she has so many pearl necklaces. Like she has like 10 basically, like more than 10, maybe, maybe less. I don't know. She has a lot. And the dad's like, doesn't your neck hurt? Why are you wearing so many of those necklaces? The mom's like, don't don't be hating or something like that and then um, the dad's like hey you should call Shiwon to come home early after class and the mom's like just leave her alone like just let her be like she just she's done with the college entrance exam so just let her be free and she can do whatever she wants the dad is like no that's not really the reason why it's like pretty unsafe for girls to go around at night because there's this criminal that's like on the loose or something so he calls Shiwan and tells her to go home early after school. And I noticed that they have cell phones now. So yeah. So apparently dad and mom, like their cruise was paid for by the Hyung, which is like pretty nice. But also weird. Anyways. Shiwan actually works at a convenience store after school and she tells Yujong that like, hey, if my dad calls, just tell him that I'm in the bathroom washing up. And um, Yujong's like, shouldn't you stop working at the convenience store? I mean, it's pretty dangerous now because like the news of um, how there are many girls, teenage girls to girls like early 20s, so many of them have gone missing. So many of them have turned up like murdered and raped. Um, yeah, so there's like a high crime rate. And Yujong's like, it's pretty dangerous and that convenience store is in front of like 
a bar, so you get a lot of like drunk men as well. So she kind of tells her that it's kind of dangerous, so stop working. But she was like, no, it's all right, like it's fine. And then Yujong is on the phone and he she is talking to Hak Chan, and she basically like yells at him over the phone, saying that he needs to come and meet her, her and her friends at 6 p.m. because they've been trying to see Hak Chan, but. You know, Hakshan always like didn't show up. I guess it's still because he's like awkward around girls. So Yujong was like, if you don't come this time, like we're we're over. For reals. And then annoying friend is like with Hakchan and you can literally hear Yujong yelling at him, like over the phone. And annoying friend, after they hang up, annoying friend is like, Do you want me to report her? <laughs> I feel like this is this is this this is not a relationship. The annoying friend is like it's like a hostage loving his captor relationship. Like this is not a loving relationship. Like this is not a two-way relationship. You're a hostage. And Hakchan's like drinking alcohol. And this is all at school. Like these like do teachers know do not like do bag check or something? Like what what is going on? Anyways, um we see Hyung at work and apparently he's getting an award at Distinguished Venture Company Awards. I, I, don't, I don't know what that is, but I guess he did well, or his company is doing well, so he's getting an award. So yeah, good for the young. And then he sees the news, and yeah, so on the news, um, apparently there's a crime increase targeting females from teens to early 20s, and they've kind of dubbed it IMF crime, because it increased during that time. Hyung is obviously very worried for Shiwon, so he calls her and she's not really worried. She's like, ah, oh, it's fine. Like, yeah, I'll go lay. Like, um, I think Hyung suggested that like he goes to stay with Yoonjae and stuff. And um, she's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'll be fine. He's like, you should call Yoonjae when you're done. And she's like, I'm stronger than Yoonjae, so it'll be fine. I'll just go home early. It's fine. Hyung then calls Yoonjae and asks Yoonjae to sleep at Shiwon's place since like there's no one home at her place and he's going to be home really late. Um, he's like, yeah, I'm working so I, I won't even be able to come home. So he's like, can you just take care of her? And he sees Shiwon as he's talking on the phone with Hyung and she just kind of like glances and pa walks past him and he just does like a huge sigh like... <sighs> kind of, well, okay, not like that, but like, <sighs> okay, yeah, more like that. Yujung and her friends, they're at a cafe, like a coffee house, and her friends are like, when is your boyfriend coming? Like, is he gonna come? Is he gonna show up this time? And Yujung's like furiously texting Hakchan, he's like, where are you? And Hakchan is actually eating fish cakes at like those street, street vendors. And he arrives at the coffee house as well, um, but he can't like go in because I guess he's still pretty nervous. Yujung's friend, they like order food. Um, Yujung's kind of like, yeah, sure, order. It's on me, guys. Like, yeah, I I'm sorry. Like, I think he said he's running late. And Hakchan actually goes in and sees Yujung and her friend. Well, her friends don't see him, but Yujung sees him, and she's like, over here, over here. But then he like leaves, and she's like pretty 
upset, clearly. And um, her friends are like, wow, it's so hard to see your boyfriend. Like, they're kind of saying, do you even have one? Or is he, like, made up? Like, or did you guys, like, break up and you just don't want to, like, you know say anything and Yujong's like no like he said something came up like an emergency like I'm sorry like but I mean I it's an emergency like I can't force him to stay and um, she goes to the cash register to pay and apparently Hak-chan had already paid for their food and the cashier's like yeah you're a student came in and he was like medium height like short hair like dark circles like yeah, he and he had a whole dialect. I remember him really clearly because he has this whole dialect and it's not pretty common to see that. So she was like, yeah, I remember. He paid for you guys. And um, Yujong has like a huge smile. She's like, see, like how considerate of my boyfriend or whatever. And they go outside and Hakchan is waiting for them. And Yujong's like, Yujung like links arms with him and she introduces him to her, her childhood friends. And while they're like talking, like um, Hak Chan's like apologizing, like sorry I didn't come in. And he's talking in this whole dialect. So like her friends are like, oh wow, you're so good at Seoul dialect. And um, Yujung's like, well, I mean, he is from Seoul, so it's not a dialect to him. And he keeps saying that like my Busan dialect is so cute, right? Like, she's basically like showing him off to her friends, which it, 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 it's weird. And then as they're like having this conversation, there's a lady that comes up and like taps Hak-chan on the shoulder. He turns around and apparently that's his mom. So his mom is like, wow, it's so nice to see my son here. What are you doing here? And Hak-chan's like, oh, mom. And he like really quickly unlinks arms with Yujong. And um, Yujong says hello to the mom because it's like, you know, Korean culture, you always say like, 안녕하세요 to like older people, you see. So she's like, insaying or like bowing and then like saying the hello, saying hello <laughs> to his mom. And his mom's like, oh, hi, who is this? To Hak-chan. And Hak-chan's like, oh, it's a girl I know. Ooh, like, It's so funny because um, it, I, we watched this on Viki, right? And uh, people can comment, like leave comments on like moments of the episodes, like throughout the um, throughout the episode. And at this moment, I saw the comment. One of them was like, "Wrong move, bro." And I was like, "Yeah, that's such a wrong move, bro." Like, what? Hakchan. Anyways, back at the convenience store, Shiwon is leaving after her shift. And as she's like walking home, we see like this suspicious guy. Like he has a trench coat and a cap and he's like eating ramen. And when she leaves, he like stops, like, he like puts his hand down and he's like done eating. And he was actually there before. Um, he was like kind of watching her from the convenience store. And then he starts like following her. Yunjae is at home and he's watching the news and he hears that the culprit who is responsible for raping and murdering young women is still out there. So the police has opened the case to the press. Um, they described him as about 180 centimeters tall, medium built, in his 30s, and he wears a sweater. 
So this guy, the trench coat guy, he's like, okay, I thought he wasn't a trench coat, but I don't know. Maybe was he wearing a sweater? Anyways, he has, like, a cap on, and, like, he was, like, following Shiwan, and Shiwan, like, notices that somebody's following, so, um, so she makes a call. Yujong is going home, and she's crying, and Hak-chan's, like, apologizing, like, I didn't mean it, like, I was just under pressure, like, I'm sorry, I was just surprised, and she's, like, very upset, and she's, like, am I just some girl you know? Like, I thought we were a couple, but I guess we're not. And he's like, I'm so sorry, it was a mistake. Like, it was an honest mistake. And she's like, well, you know what they say? The truth comes out under pressure. And then she's like, it's really over between us. So she breaks up with him. Yoon-jae is worried about Shiwon um, when he saw the news. And he starts calling her house number. But no one's answering her house because no one's there. And Shiwon kind of is like calling, but... The line is busy. So Shion is calling Yoonjae and Yoonjae is calling her phone. Like they're both on their cell calling each other. And since, you know, they're calling each other, the lines are busy. Yeah, so um, she then finally calls his house phone and he picks up and she's like a little bit teared up and she's telling him that there's a man following her and she's like super scared. Like, why didn't you pick up the phone? And um, she asks him to come and he like runs like he lost his shoe, he gets run over a bike, and he's like running, and he finally catches up to her, and like she's like trying to speed up as well, and like he like comes to run, he runs up to her, and like kind of like hugs her shoulder, and then they leave, and then the guy behind like he like stops, he pauses, and then like he walks the other direction as well. So yeah, um, he's all out of breath. He's like, you're an idiot. Like, why are you out so late? Like, he's like kind of nagging. And he's kind of limping because like he got run over by a bike. Um, he's like limping and like leaning on her for support as they're walking home. Um, but he's like, yeah, as long as you're not hurt, it's okay. But don't stay out too late. And he escorts her to her house. And she sees that he's bleeding and like he doesn't have a shoe <laughs> he lost his shoe and then she kind of like reaches for his hand but like he pulls away and then he like tells her to go inside and he leaves and she narrates that um there could i don't know i this narration was very like tricky i didn't really understand but i think the gist was like she basically says that there could potentially be a woman and man relationship instead of friendship um, in that moment. Um, she kind of just realized that it could happen. I think that's what she's trying to say. I wasn't really sure. And then Yoon Jae kind of says, narrates too, saying that the relationship between man and woman, it's very fickle and it's very hard to maintain because it's all about timing. Like they both have to be in love at the same time in order for this relationship to work. It's not one-sided and so it's very tricky. Um, yeah, and then, so Yoon Jae is treating his wound at home um, by himself and Hyung apparently ran home from work because he, oh yeah, he was on the phone with Yoon Jae earlier and then he got run over by a bike. And so like he heard that there was an accident but Yoon Jae didn't really explain and he didn't answer his phone call because he was too busy running and like taking care of Shiwon. So Hyung is like, like panicked because he thought something happened to him so he ran home and his shirt like is inside out because he was in such a hurry 
he's like very concerned. He's like, are you hurt? Like what happened? Like, why weren't you answering my calls? I was so, I was so worried. And you're just like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he called him 17 times, which yeah, is a lot. Um, Yoonjae narrates that there is a relationship that is even stronger than all relationships. And he says that that's family and it's something that you can't really take care of. You were kind of born into it. Yeah. So again, like highlighting how Hyung and Yoonjae, like their relationship is pretty strong and solid. And Hyung is like treating his wound. Annoying friend and Hak-chan, they're watching the entertainment news and Cho Sung-mo comes out and he reveals his face. And he's actually pretty good looking. Yeah, I think he was known to be a pretty good looking guy. Like he did like a commercial for like a drink, like some kind of fruity drink or something. Anyways, I don't know. Um, and Hak-chan yells at annoying friend. He's like, oh my gosh, he's so good looking. Like. You said he was ugly. Um, and he also wins the number one on the chart. So his song, To Heaven, does really, really well. So basically, Hak-chan and Annoying Friend lost the bet. So they're all like crouching in front of the girl's classroom. And Yoon-jae's like, just hurry up and do it. Like, my legs hurt. And um, Annoying Friend and Hak-chan, they're kind of very nervous. And Yoon-jae's like, okay... Okay, just one of you guys do it. Like, we'll make it easier. Just one, just one of you do it. An annoying friend volunteers, and he like kind of like practices. He's like, ngaka, ngaka, ngaka. He's like practicing, and then he like barges in, but he like fr- freezes. Like all the girls are like, what the? <laughs> and he like freezes, and then Hak Chan goes in and he yells, Yujong's name three times. Mo Yujong. I didn't know she her last name was Mo, but yeah, Mo Yujong. She's very surprised, but she smiles and basically forgives him. It's at 2012, back at the reunion, and all the other people, they're like, cheers with their, you know, beer, and Shiwon is drinking orange juice, and she's like, I can't take this anymore. I need some caffeine. So she goes out for a coffee run, and while she's at the cafe, she goes to the bathroom and to wash her hands, but she takes off her ring to wash her hands, which I never take off my ring to wash my hands. Are you supposed to take off your rings when you wash your hands? I don't know. Maybe it's case by case. I don't know. Anyway, she takes off her ring and she just leaves that there and she takes her wallet and she goes outside. So back at the reunion, um, the rest of them are looking at the wedding ring picked out by Hak-chan's mom. So Yu Jung's mother-in-law, she picked out their wedding band and it's it has like it's a very like chunky ring it's like it's white gold apparently but it has like that symbol the buddhist symbol on it it's not your typical wedding band for sure and all the guys they're like dang what is this um Shiwon comes back and she's like whoa is that your wedding ring and Yujong's like maybe I should just wear my couple ring instead of my wedding band like you and Shiwon like she's like smiling and she looks at her hand but she has no ring so she like runs back and like you just like like it's no it's like a wonder why that you haven't lost it before and the Hyung is like I mean yeah because it's such a special ring and this episode ends with annoying friend saying that like well I mean you know she won she likes comfort over everything and just like her husband and we see the husband with the ring um the same ring as she wants reach for the iced mocha frappuccino 
with a lot of whipped cream. So yeah, that's how this episode ends. I think this was pretty short, yeah. I was pretty straightforward, keeping it all about the plot, no digressions. Next week, it won't be just me, hopefully. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it won't be as boring. I'm sorry if this episode was too boring. I don't know if you guys like us like digressing or if you guys like just us talking about the plot. Let us know. Let us know on Twitter at kdrama in room 343. We also have an Instagram account with the same handle. And of course, we are still partnered up with Audible. If you guys are interested and you sign up using www.audibletrial.com slash kdrama in room 343, you can get a free audiobook of your choice. And they have over 180,000 titles. So yeah, you can just pick any book and it'll be free. And you also get a 30-day free trial. So yeah, let us know what you think about this episode. Um, were there any questions that you had watching this episode? I feel like it was pretty short because there wasn't like a main plot per se. I think it was mainly about like, you know, still talking about that awkward relationship between Yoonjae and Shiwan. And, um, well, I mean, the title of this episode was Defining Relationships. Were relationships defined? I don't know. Like, Yujong and Hakchan's, I feel like, yeah, they, they like, talked about... I don't know. It, actually, I don't even know. Because towards the end, they, like, get back together because, like, she... I, she forgives him for saying her name, which is also weird. Like, what? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, this episode was, I feel like, was not, was kind of pointless. I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. But anyways, uh, let me know what you guys think. And thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll talk to you guys, hopefully with Joanne, next week. Bye! <laughs>